Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia, and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome. Today is going to be such a fun episode. It is it? I really believe so. Do you feel like it's been a long time since we recorded an episode? I do. I do. I think it's because we decided to book like seven people within one week. So it felt we like did, a, a full-time job. And then now we were like, okay, we'll, yeah, we'll just go back to normal program. I think last week we pod like two weeks ago we podcasted, I think like five out of the seven days of the week. And this yeah. week we only podcasted this will be our second for this week. Mm-hmm. So it does, you're right. It's because we, we did it like... For so many days the other week, and now just yeah. two days. And, it feels and we like also did it time. a day later than we normally do. So yeah, you know, just just all out of sorts, but I but know. still powerful, powerful, powerful. <laughs> if I may wow. say so myself. <laughs> wow. I know I'm really manifesting how this episode will land. <laughs> I'm, I think it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So first, our guest of the week. His name is Daryl Stinson. You guys are gonna go crazy for him. He's unbelievable i'm not even gonna touch the surface of his stuff or like explain who he is because it's a lot and you guys just need to check out the episode but daryl asked us to because his episode is so dense we hear about his background and his story and his struggles and then we hear about what he does now and we talk a lot about how him and who he is and what he does plays into the movement that's going on right now and that's really interesting and exciting and it's it's a lot of meaty meaty really good stuff so Daryl asked us to break the episode into two episodes because we talk about a lot and we didn't want to overwhelm you guys with like an hour and a half long episode so this week special event we're going to be releasing a Wednesday episode yes you heard me right we're going to be having Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. And that's because you have me and Brenda here on Monday. Hello, hello. And then hello, hello, hello. you're going to have Daryl part one on Wednesday and then Daryl part two on Friday. So exciting. So exciting. So cool. We had, we just had such a good time podcasting with Daryl. Like we, this is the first time we've ever met him aside. Well, yeah, met him. We watched his TED Talks. You know, we've obviously done our research, but it was such a good conversation. And we just, we were laughing. We were cracking jokes. We were doing all the things. It's like we've known him for so much longer. And we hope, hope, hope that we will continue to collaborate with Daryl because he really brought so much value to the podcast and so much value to just the way we shift and and see ourselves and see the world so we know you guys will get the same value out of him enjoy the wednesday episode and the friday episode and let us know what you think yeah you guys do not want to miss these two episodes they're like super incredible his story is amazing we learned so much i feel like our, we, we learned really did. so much in like that hour that we had with him it was we crazy. did and what i really love about him that you guys will see and then we'll move on to our topic for today but i love that he gives really tangible tips in mm. a very like although yes they were long episodes like he gives the actual tips in a like concise digestible way totally um clearly he's very well versed in in the things he 
he says, and he's so passionate, so passionate. He gets really amped up about what he's talking about. And at the end of the day, he really wants to help people. He wants people to find their purpose, their true purpose, and to to have a better direction of where they're going. And Julia and I just felt the more that we were in the conversation with Daryl, we're like, wow, this is so important for women in their 20s or people in their 20s because we go throughout our lives having this idea of who we're supposed to be or who we think we want to be, but we don't really take time to actually like sit down and say, what do I actually want? And Daryl has his own business, his own practice that helps you find exactly what that is. But can you imagine how much more clarity we'd have in our lives and through our day to day if we knew what our purpose was? I think often we're fooled by believing we know or trying to pit chase after what we think it is. But but yeah, it's just, it's so cool. So we kind of wanted to touch a little bit today on identity, probably we'll throw in a little bit of purpose in there, but we talked a lot about that with Daryl and we think it'll be a beneficial conversation for you guys. Yeah. And I mean, the topics of identity and purpose are like such huge topics. So I feel like we're only going to scratch (laughs) the surface here. Oh, for sure. I feel like we can do a million episodes on this. Yeah. I'm sure and we, we totally know. will. And we always like talk about it in our episodes, I feel like. It comes up a little every now and then, so I'm excited to dive into it a little bit more. Yeah. But before we dive into that, Brenda, yes. guess what time it is? What time is it? It's time for Pride and Pickles! Woo! Woo! Brenda, what's your pride and pickle? <laughs> I already know what your pride and pickle is this week, I'm, but I'll I'll see what you say and then I'll add them in if you don't choose those. That's like so funny because I genuinely can't think of them and I knew this would happen. Oh, I know, I know what you think my pride is. Okay, so um, my pride this week is that I am an amazing friend. She's an amazing here, friend. Here's why. So this past week we went to Ashley's and she's been on the podcast twice now and we were having a girls night having lots of fun we were in the pool great time great time and then (laughs) Ashley loves TikTok Julia doesn't know much about TikTok but really is trying to learn so Ashley does have a TikTok but I wanted to know a dance she did so Ashley was teaching her and I had just gone inside to go change into my dry clothes. My very, like, side note, I literally ran to this, my friend's house and to Ashley's house and Julia found me on the side of the road I did. I did. and I picked me up and I had a tiny little, little backpack with like two little articles of dry clothing. That's all I brought in my oh, because little, little backpack. Because you needed dry clothing because you ran and then we went in Ashley's pool. Exactly. So that's all I had brought with me. And then I come outside and they're sitting out there sorry no they're dancing to these tiktok things clearly i'm not well versed in them and i keep watching them i'm laughing i'm I'm like cracking up at just watching them all of a sudden oh no then liz goes well you know what something that's gonna drop in the pool soon it's just gonna because and then i'm gonna Ashley laugh was leaning her phone <laughs> to record she was recording me and her dancing and she was leading leaning her phone on like there's a there's like a her pool and then there's like a wall that's like raised that is neck that is attached to the pool so she was leaning her phone on that raised wall really smart really smart <laughs> really smart and then all of a sudden like moments after liz said that a gust a gust of wind comes and <laughs> blows the phone into the pool and then all of a sudden i'm looking at them and we're all processing what's happening that ashley's phone has literally <laughs> sunk to the bottom of the pool and <laughs> we were the shocked bed- 
We were just so shocked. And they are all right next. Julia is next to the pool. I'm pretty sure is next to the pool. Ashley's next to the pool. I'm on the opposite side. And I look at them and I'm like, what the Why is nobody moving? And me and my I dry was, clothes. I was, I was just shook. I just couldn't move. I was, I was and then, <laughs> stunned. I had so many thoughts in like the three seconds. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Side note, I didn't bring dry underwear. So I was wearing my leggings without underwear. So... <laughs> Then I'm like, oh, whatever. So all these thoughts are going through my head. Do I take my pants off so that I still have dry clothes? Should I take my shirt off so I have a dry shirt? Like all these things. I'm like, damn it, I'm not wearing underwear. So then I'm like, all right, let me just take my, my shirt off. And I jumped into the pool and saved her phone in my dry clothes. That then became wet. What an incredible friend. Brenda ripped off her shirt <laughs> and jumped in the pool. Meanwhile, I'm standing there in my bathing suit. <laughs> and Ashley is... Ashley's phone was the one that fell in, and Ashley goes, someone get it. Like, she didn't think for a second that she should jump in the pool to get it. She never even considered it, and we, her her home is very heavily monitored with security cameras, so we start thinking, I'm like, there must be footage of this, because the whole situation was just so funny, and we ended up finding the footage, and it's hilarious, because I'm totally on the opposite side. I run over, and they're all just looking at each other, and Ashley is looking at everyone else, questioning who's gonna jump in ridiculous so that's my long friend in her in her full clothing in my full clothing but here we are such a good friend um and then my pickle i don't really remember what my pickle was i'm nervous that she listens to it and my pickle is that sometimes i find myself being super hard on myself when i feel like i could be doing more um i'm back to work right now so my routine has super shifted and i've had to like adjust to waking up a little bit earlier and when I get my workouts in and stuff and I just really love like I don't know if the high is the right word but of like being really intentional and being really productive but for some reason even though I'm still doing a lot of the things that I was doing when I was being intentional I feel less like focused on those things um as the sole part of my day so it just feels I don't know it's like this weird thing where I'm where I'm just that I'm just working through is adjusting that like life is gonna shift and I'm gonna have a different area of focus and it's important that I keep doing the things that make me happy and bring me joy and that they might just not always be something I'm able to give so much to but I'm still doing them so kind of some guilt around that but talking through it with people such as Julia really helps I think a lot of people probably feel that way right now because and I think it's important to like really be easy on yourself for not being able to like do all your routines 100% because a lot of people are going through a change right now like some people are transitioning back into work we have a really big movement going on that a lot of people are involved in and also emotionally involved in and that can really affect your your day-to-day and and being back to work on a schedule that you're not used to shifts everything else and so it it just you have to be easy on yourself and I'm sure a lot of people can identify with that because there's a lot of transitioning in the world going on right now and when things are transitioning around us yes that's sometimes when routine is most important but also to be easy on yourself because because the the, the world around us takes a toll so absolutely gotta be easy yeah i think you're very right what about you my pride this week is that we painted my living room this is a very big deal because well i don't know what how much people know so Christopher and I live, his grandfather's house has an apartment attached above it. So we moved into the apartment attached to his grandfather's house. But no one had lived here for a while. So the apartment is not at all updated. It's like very 
old. So slowly but surely we've been like updating the apartment in whatever ways we can because we're also trying not to put like too much money into it because we don't have the money and also we're not going to be here forever. We're going to be here for like a few years. So, you know, doing like the little things that we can to make it more ours and updated and whatever. So we did the floors in the kitchen, which is really nice. And so in our living room was this like 80s, I think 80s is this style, wood paneling on the walls, guys. Wood panels. Hideous. It was hideous. And it was dark. The living room was like so dark because of these panels and it was just so horrible. Like literally awful. Um, so one day a couple weeks ago, Chris and his uncle drank a little too much bourbon and decided to rip all of the wood paneling off the walls. <laughs> Because obviously this is a, something that we've been wanting to do, but it's a costly and time-consuming job. So totally. we had to find the right time to do it. So Chris and his uncle drank a little too much bourbon, got a little too excited, and they ripped all of the wood paneling off the wall <laughs> one day when the rest of us were outside in the backyard doing our social distancing. So then we were like, well, we I guess now is the time. So finally painted it yesterday, had to get like sanded and spackled, and we finally painted it yesterday and it was an eight hour long job it took us literally the whole day Haley came over and helped me and it looks props so to you and Haley it is so big and bright and oh I'm so happy it was a hard job but I'm just so yes. thrilled and it's so comfy in there now and I'm excited I have to get some art now and like decorate it so that's really exciting so that's the oh. prize we love we love and side note if you guys don't know this in high school we were all really important on the paint crew (laughs) and i just thought it was on the paint crew so i think Haley and julia really just like were in a time machine i also never understood why we were i don't know you guys are probably good but i never understood why i had any sort of leadership on that on that um crew because i was absolutely awful but, but you have I know literally though. zero about paint. So <laughs> paint. Um, anyway, love that for you. <laughs> love that for you guys. Thank you so um, much. I'm sure it's beautiful. I can't wait to come over and snuggle ghost in your living room. Oh, it's so beautiful. On a beanbag. So it's so big and bright. It's like there's so much light in there now and it used to be so dark. Ugh, but now it's amazing. And I like I'm personally like I'm the type of person that like really needs light. Mm-hmm. Um because it affects my mood so it's so much better but that what you just said about paint crew does feed into my pickle my pickle is that in high school we used to like paint all these sets for hours every day because we were in this like specialized drama program in our school and so part of that was painting sets for all the shows that we did and like we did about six shows a year. So we would paint for hours and hours every day. And it was no big deal. We painted for eight hours yesterday. My whole body hurts. Like we are crashy <laughs> old women. What the heck? My shoulder hurts. I'm crashy. I don't even know if that's a real word, but that's what I am. I don't know if that's a real word either, but it like really made me laugh. I want to use it more often. I'm crashy for sure. My back hurts. My shoulder hurts. Like one day, yeah, we painted for eight hours and it was hard work, but like my body, man, that is a pickle for sure. I need to start going to some, getting back to some yoga. The yoga studios need to open up. I need to go. (laughs) So that Julia is no longer cratchety. Cratchy, like I need to start stretching. Like I was, I was in the beginning of the quarantine. I was like, my friend was leading these live stretch sessions, and I was doing them, and then I totally dropped off on that, which is really bad because like I now see that my old lady body really needs to stretch. 
It's so funny because Julia is this like little little girl, and she she has like ailments. Like I I, I often she like cracks her hips in a way I've never seen anyone. Like, oh, my hips are crack. horrible. It's really so funny because I'm like, what happened? And I'm active. It's not like I'm not an active. Oh lady. yeah, it's very confusing. Maybe it's, it's due to your confusing. activity. No, I think I just really don't stretch enough. Like I really need to stretch, and I really need to do yoga at least once a week. Hmm. It's so important for our bodies to stretch, and I don't do it. It's annoying. I just, like, am not even at all flexible. So it's something that um, maybe I should try, but honestly, I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I love that for you. Anything to avoid the cratchety. Yeah. So pickles that I'm cratchety, good thing about that pickle is that I can fix it if I want to, if I put the time and effort in. So we'll see about that. I'll come with you guys. I'll come back You have to keep us updated. I'll let you know. Anyway, Brenda. Anyway. Identity. Anyway. Identity. Where to begin? Where to begin? Well, Hmm. I I feel like identity has a lot of pieces to it. First, there's, Mm -hmm. like, obviously, like, the things that, like, are surface level that I feel like we talk about, like, your gender identity, your, your heritage, your race your um maybe sexual identity like those things that kind of people like wear on like the surface in a way Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like there are so many different layers to identity and let me know what your thoughts are but I thought it would be kind of interesting to how do I say this to like morph it into there are so many aspects of what makes us who we are but I feel like since this is the same the week that we'll be talking with Daryl and everyone will get some insight on that. I feel like getting clear on who you are in your 20s and doing that work now kind of makes the rest of your life, I don't want to say easier, but just more clear, you know, like taking the time to, to reflect on stuff like that, because I think there are certain things that are given to us, if this makes sense, like technically you are born as something and then you get to decide what you want to do with that whether you want to keep that whether you don't identify with that you know often our like cultures and stuff are given to us we get to decide if we want to you know we're born into these things and then we get to decide if we align with the beliefs or if we don't normally your family has a maybe has a religion or doesn't have a religion of sorts and you get to decide what you want to do with that but I feel like sometimes when it comes to, I don't know, I'm not saying this right. I don't know. I feel like reflecting on what we actually want out of our lives in a very clear way is something we don't take the time to do. Right. Well, that's a big question. Who am I? It's a huge question. And it's actually a question that we ask all our guests when they come on the podcast. The first question we ask, we say, tell us who you are, where you're from, and how old you are. And that's a big question to ask someone. Who who are you? Because, you know, that's not just your name and your gender and the color of your skin. Like, that. that's who are you in your soul? Who are you in your heart and your mind? Like, that is a mm, really hard question to answer. Wow, we're bitches. Why? <laughs> because we're so mean. We ask everyone that question. I am, but I'm always <laughs> interested to see how people answer yeah. Some people answer start with like the things that we said are on the on like the things that people can see maybe, mm-hmm. uh, and then some people start with like I remember when we asked Markella that like our very first guest she started with adjectives and I thought that that was so cool because like she instead yeah. of just saying like I'm Markella you know I'm Greek. I'm I'm a makeup artist like her, you know, your job that people usually use as their identity, which is like, we'll get into that, like, is our job oh, our yeah. identity? 
who the hell knows. She used adjectives, and I wish I could remember what they were, but like, I thought that was so cool, because that's who you are. I don't know. That is so interesting. Do you know what I'm saying? I 100% know what you're saying. I feel like that goes with the same, um, like that weirdness that comes with like creating a bio for yourself. Because 100%. often what you say is, hey, I'm I'm Brenda. I am, this is not me, but like I am a, 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 a content creator, a speaker, a podcaster. Like you really define right. the things that you, that you like are doing. But we're really not, and that's why I think exercises that have you reflect on identity are so powerful because mm-hmm. you're like, hold up, I'm not any of those things. Like, it's almost like we are trained to to talk about, like, our accomplishments. Like, when someone asks, like, what are you up to? How are you doing? Even, like, people in the dating world, what do you do? Like, right. that is, like, a question. But it's like, no, it's more like, who are you? Like, what right. what brings you joy? What makes you – what fulfills you? Like, those questions are things that tell you more about a person than what do you do. And that's not to say that, like, if somebody, I don't know, is a volunteer for this organization and, you know, that says a lot about who they are, it's just not – I think it's so cool when you allow someone to tell you, like, hey, this is the person that I am. I'm brave. Yeah. I'm – I, I'm brave. I'm thinking about it because this is part of uh, Mary Jolkowski's identity belief shifting thing. Like it goes from she has you write down like what you are. Um, and one of my things is I'm a brave, confident, authentic leader. Okay, and I love that. And Mary's going to um, be on the podcast next week, y'all. So get ready. Yeah, she is. Oh my God. I can't wait to talk about that more. We'll get into that another time. But anyway, I think when we actually take the time to define and use adjectives, it makes such a difference. Yeah. I mean, isn't it interesting that like a lot of times when someone asks like who are you so often we tie our identity to our job or to our profession and like that is only once I mean yeah that's what you do is a part what you do for work is a part of who you are it's a part of your identity but that's not the whole thing and I think so often we jump to thinking that that's the whole thing and it's just Mm -hmm. a piece just as like it's just a piece just as like you know, your heritage is just a piece. It's just a piece. And yeah, I think like it's the heart, you know, it's easy to identify. Not, it's not easy, but for, for many people, it's easy to identify those things of like, mm-hmm. I identify as a woman, I identify as Jewish, I identify, you know, it's kind of easier to identify as those things, I identify as an actor, but it's, I think it's a harder job to really say, who am I like in my soul, in my core? What are my adjectives that I, Yeah, like those are harder to figure out. They're a lot harder to figure out. And it's, there's this activity that we'll tell you guys about a little, in a little bit that through my work with Jessie Jean as my coach, who we had on episode, I believe 25, and she was incredible. And this is one of the activities that she had women in her course who were looking to heal their relationship with food and body do. And this activity was the most transformative activity that I've ever done because it allowed me to get out of my head. It allowed me to stop being like, oh my gosh, people only love me for what my body looks like. People judge me based on what I look like. It allowed allowed me to peel back all the layers and say, who is Brenda at her core? Like how many other fantastic things are there about me that people probably see that I don't even take time to think about? What's inherent? What stuff that I've already worked on to be this way? And I will have to say it was hard in the same way that when someone asks you like list three positive things that or three things you love about yourself. I used to struggle so deeply with that question. And I think we there's like a layer of shame around like coming off as conceited to an extent or like cocky like there's this level of like oh be confident girl but don't be too confident and I think that's 
a little piece of why we might struggle with identifying things we love about ourselves because we're kind of scared of what other people are going to think in response. But in reality, when we're so deeply in tune with things we do love and admire about ourselves and aware of all those things, we're less shakable in other areas, you know, so. Totally. And I want to kind of just circle really quickly back before we go on with that. Like, I want to circle back to what you said about aligning with the things that you're given. And I think that that's really important. And we talked about that in our episode that we were talking about untamed when we were talking about aligning Mm. with your higher beliefs and like yeah sometimes we're given a religion by our parents or we're born a certain gender but like I think it's so important to say that me and Brenda really believe that like you don't have to just take what you're given in many aspects like you can figure out who am I what do I align with do I align with that gender Mm -hmm. I was given at birth maybe not maybe I I identify as something else do I align with that religion that my parents are maybe not maybe I align Mm -hmm. with something else and that's hard to do you know society wise because sometimes that comes with a lot of pressure from parents or society or acceptance and but I, I I know that me and Brenna believe that it's so important to like try to try to really identify with who we really are in our hearts yeah absolutely and Ju, it's so funny i just had this conversation with my mom moments before we hopped on here oh interesting and she was saying to me that we were talking about and she loves my family we love our family but she was saying how interesting it is that our whole lives we're thought we're taught to like really respond and respect your elders and authority figures and that it's basically as a child you are taught to believe that your parents or or your elders know it all right they're wiser they're older and how interesting that as you get older and you start to recognize like oh I I don't really agree with that or like oh maybe you don't know everything and I think also right now we're in a particularly transformative time where I feel like a lot of more traditional things are just being questioned a little bit more but it is so interesting to me too to see that I love my family that lives in Paraguay very very much but it's very interesting to see how much we're shaped by our culture and by our experiences and to also be at an age right now where we're allowed to say hey I love my mom hey I love my grandma I love this person so much but I don't particularly align with what that that particular thought. That's not me. That's not me. Yes. Like then that doesn't have to be me. And I think recognizing that it's okay that things aren't you. And we just had such a and and this is not me and my mom align in really all of our beliefs, which is very interesting. But I, I can see how going from being a child and being taught to believe like, oh, mommy and daddy know everything or, you know, your elders know everything to kind of being in a place where you're like, huh, they might not know everything. They might have not done the intentional work to be like, oh, do I really believe this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just so interesting to me. Yeah. And I want to get to like that core stuff like that you found through that your exercises, Brenda, I want to go into that. I want to talk, you know, kind of shift the conversation to those those adjectives, those who we are based on Mm -hmm adjectives based on personality traits based on beliefs based on our hearts our souls our aspirations and I just want to say though like when it comes to the things that you know society sees more such as gender sexuality stuff like that religion me and Brenda are very lucky we come from really accepting families and I know that it's not as easy for everyone to display who they are on the inside to the outside world so Mm -hmm. I just want to acknowledge that you know we come from a place of privilege also me and Brenda do identify with the genders that we were given at birth and we know that that is a much easier way of life 
in the society that we're in right now because there are still people that are unaccepting. So we want to give so much love to all those people that are struggling sharing their true identity with the world. But we love you and we accept you and we're we're very privileged that we have very accepting people around us. So just wanted to give Absolutely. a little shout out to that. So beautiful and so true. And and we we're here. We're here yeah. to listen, here to understand and we'll never pretend to fully understand of course, but um I hope that our support and our love adds a little a little piece for you. Yeah. So let's talk about those. Let's talk about those adjectives. Let's let's go let's into that. talk about let's them. Let's go into that word. Yeah. What's that? Let's word? do that. Um. <laughs> so the very first part, which I thought was very interesting of this activity, thank you, Jesse, was to list what your ideal daily ritual looks like. So what rituals that you incorporate into your day would make you feel like you won the day? As simple, as complex, whatever it is, obviously, you know, it's important to start small, I believe, and and incorporate these things slowly, not expect yourself to change overnight. And if there's something that's part of your day right now, what can you, like, how can you adjust it if if it doesn't feel like it's aligned fully? So I thought that was super interesting because it had me sit down and be like, okay, like what things incorporating into my day, which partially like morning routine wise, would would bring me joy. That was the first piece, but I know this is the piece that we want to go into, which is the identity piece. And it's listing all of the adjectives that describe you, and you can add pictures if you want that remind you of these character qualities. So this really was like a big project. That's a big project. That takes a lot of work. I mean, it's hard to sit with yourself and say, who am I? You know? Yeah. So I th- I thought it was so helpful. Ju, do you have any any adjectives that come up? I know it's a lot harder to. Can you give me some of your examples? Because I need to think, think of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So at this time, I feel like I did this a year ago, and. I feel like I already would kind of shift those things, but I wrote deeply compassionate and my picture that I attached was I went to this camp for children with terminal illnesses. Then another one was loyal. So talking about, you know, my boyfriend and ways we've supported each other, being a loyal friend. That's um, interesting because you're, you're giving a quality and then you're giving things to like back it up. Yeah. I, I, f- I feel like I felt like it was such a project. That's why. No, it But is. I feel like now, now something, and I have a, a few more that I did last year, but now I, at the time, I really didn't feel like a leader, um, which is weird because that's always been such a big piece of my life. But last year, it's interesting to reflect that like being a leader wasn't something that I felt about myself at the time. But if you were to ask me today, I do feel that, you know, I do something that I try to repeat to myself, like I said to Julia, is being a brave confident and authentic leader and it doesn't mean that I feel confident 100% of the time <laughs> but it's my hope to fully feel those things yeah it, it's really hard like I uh, my mind hard. is like kind of blown right now like who like are I because I so much of my like when I think of identity it's like oh well I'm an actor I'm a podcaster I'm like blah 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 like but that yeah. interesting right I'm a sister I'm a daughter like but it's yeah, exactly so you think but those like, those are your I? roles those right, are those roles are that you roles. play. Those are my jobs. But like, who, who is Julia? Who's my, what's my identity? Sometimes, sometimes it can be easier to ask people that like, if, if this is something that you're struggling with, sometimes it's helpful to ask someone who knows you. And I don't mean someone who like knows you passing on, on the train station, like someone who really knows you deeply. Like if I were to think about things that I believe Julia is, I think she's inspirational. I think she's an empowering human being. I think she's ambitious. I think she is admired. I don't know if that's one of them. I think she's relentless. And what's interesting about doing this identity work is first you're identifying who you are now, right? And then you ask yourself, 
who do I want to embody? So I would hope that you come up with so many things that that do define you, even though they're hard. But then that next piece is who do you want to be, right? And for me, it was someone that's consistent, someone that keeps their promises, someone who's admired and seen as a leader, someone who is punctual because, oh, baby, I am not that. Um, <laughs> Someone that feels in control, someone that's relentless in achieving goals, someone that's financially responsible, someone that sees her worth beyond body image, someone that's mastered calming her internal environment when anxiety arises and I didn't mean to read all those things but I thought maybe some oh, of them I could love them. <laughs> examples are great I love that I, yeah I'm so glad so I, I feel like it's such a powerful exercise yeah I mean I feel like I would you know I, I definitely want to sit down and like take some time to do this like sit outside with a journal and really think about these things and I and I am, I'm implore everyone else to do it with me because what a cool exercise and I feel like when you so really cool. this is something that we talk about with Daryl like when you know who you are when you unshakably know who you are we show up in confidence we show up in joy we show up in a fuller version of ourselves like when we really know those things and we can stick to them and we say I'm Julian I am empathetic and relentless and ambitious and when we can show up in that like how 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 much more like, I feel like that radiates instead of like, well, I'm Julia and I kind of think I'm nice. Yes. I, you know, I'm a girl. 100%. You know? That was so beautiful. And yeah. And then Absolutely. when you know such things, and when you know those things and someone on the outside tries to shake them because people are mean for no reason, then, then it doesn't shake you as much because you're like, no, I'm not those things. You can project those things onto me, but that's not who I am. Yes. And that is the damn key. It's that people will always have opinions and we're not going to pretend that sometimes those opinions don't try to seep into our beliefs. But when you know that you are empathetic and you are relentless, if someone were to come up to you and say, Julia, you know, you're not doing enough to pursue your career. Is that a little piece of your insecurity sometimes? So for a second, you you might mm. be like, uh, and then you're like, no, I'm relentless. Mm. I am relentless. I am. Yeah. And it's that piece that keeps you that keeps you going I think wow. and the more that even we're now, able to I, yeah I feel like even more powerful in it now just having to set like having said it to myself and saying it out loud like you do it's like you could say that to me and like would a little piece of me maybe me insecure for a second sure and then but to say no I know who I am I'm showing up in that yes and even having a phrase like that, right? Like your exact phrase, Ju. Yeah. Even having that to repeat to yourself, it takes less than a second to, to just say that to yourself yeah. and reinforce that, wow. especially when you're struggling with it. Because yeah. of course, doing this type of work is powerful, but that's not that's not to say that you're going to believe it 100% of the time, right? If you experience totally. rejection, which Daryl thinks rejection is good and he will get into that and it's amazing. Yeah, his, but if pod, you experience- his TED Talk is literally called <laughs> turning rejection into projection and it's incredible go watch his TED talk incredible please watch his TED talk it's it's worth every second and experiencing right in the world using Julia as an example sorry but like in the world of acting like there is a lot of rejection that you have to face and often it's not that you're not good enough it's that they have a specific vision and although you are talented and beautiful and wonderful and relentless you don't fit that vision for that Mm -hmm. moment and that's the reality of it but instead you know if some if there are gonna be days I'm sure because Julia is a human being (laughs) that might be harder than others or she might feel like 
like she didn't send enough emails or didn't, you know, didn't do her voiceover as strongly as she wanted to. And in those days, there might still be a moment where it feels hard and you feel down on yourself, but you have that to come back to. Mm. You know, you have the, the, the real, your real belief and who you really are to come back to. I think yeah. it makes right. And in all those the moments, and in those moments when it is hard, or something shakes you, or somebody says something that hurts you, like to have those things there that we can come back to. You know, you could feel the hurt or the upsetness or the frustration or whatever, but then to say, "Okay, yeah, I feel that, but I know mm-hmm. that I am this. I know that I am this," and having them. Mm-hmm really identified and really true because you've taken the time to really sit with yourself to do it is so powerful. It is. And I think a lot of times we're scared of like diving into who we are because maybe like at surface level, we don't feel proud. And like, I think it can be scary to unravel all those feelings. But I feel like the most important thing to remember is like, if you are not fully proud of who you are today, and that's not because you're like not a good person or not whatever it is, like you have the power to change. And so often we get stuck in like, this is who I am. This is how I'm going to be. This is how people know me. But you are allowed to change in whichever ways feel right to you. You know, you don't have to let the the fear of what other people are thinking stop you or what other people expect you to be if it's if you want to stay exactly as you are and part of this activity was talking about your legacy up until this point and that's kind of why I wanted to bring this up is because I it it like feels kind of cocky to sit here and be like oh I was nominated for this or I was nominated for this but then I started to think about there might be people who don't have as much to put in that section either because they're not thinking about it or because there aren't many things that they feel proud of or they're not in the headspace to go there. And if you're not in that headspace, I encourage you to do your best to name those things because I think it definitely makes a difference. But if you don't feel like you have a legacy or 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 anything like that right now know that it doesn't have to stay that way like you could do you can be anything that you want and it just takes getting clear on what it is that you want in order to get there because how are you going to get to the end result if if you're not if you don't know what that is yeah right right how are you going to cross the finish line if you don't know where the finish line is like you have to yeah you have to we have to identify those things for ourselves for our identity for our identity but of course and i think starting with that question that you said is who am i to like just simply starting with who am i who is julia that question is a great place to start and to to know that you are a daughter and a sister and all those things but that those are some roles that you play and they can be super super important to you some roles more than others right like being a big sister could be super super important part of who you are but it's not fully who you are you know there there's more to that yeah and i mean i think to to just to let some people off the hook like this might not be an easy exercise like this oh it's not hard (laughs) and like i know it would be hard for me and like and it would take some real like internal deep work and time so like don't if you're having if you're struggling doing this work don't beat up on yourself like it this is hard work absolutely it's hard work and that's why so many people don't think to do it or want to do it because it's hard but the baseline is really like what's happening now and where is it that you want to go and getting clear on other things such as like what are your like places you want to travel you know what i mean like some things could be super fun like places i want to travel people i want to impact some financial goals i have if i have them some contributions i want to make like i don't know just getting clear or even like the whole manifesting thing it, it makes such a difference yeah. i've said such a difference so many times make sure you're not taking any shots um, <laughs> wow but right, it's, game. 
<laughs> How many times does Brenda say such a difference? Such a difference. They're you so powerful. Often. I'm aware. I know. I think it's like my my little like uncomfortable. Um, I don't know what else to say thing. <laughs> oh, I love it. It makes such a difference. It makes such a difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man, I gotta find a catchphrase. She does. She means. I do. I do. Wow, that's a lot. Was there any other pieces of that exercise that really impacted you? Um, I think it was interesting to go back and write about your story so far, meaning my story so far. So I wrote like a literal novel, and then it ended off with a manifesto. So your mission statement. Ooh, and that's hard. Right. Right. And at the time, I had written this, and I think even now it's so interesting how we can continue to evolve as time goes on. Like at the time, I wrote to deeply impact and leave my mark wherever I go to be legendary to be admired for helping others gain clarity feel heard valued and understand their worth to change the world one person at a time and I feel like I would even like add or take away or edit now but it's just to to have those things in mind it really just I don't know it makes you see yourself differently or it makes you see what you do differently it shifts your lens right well also because it gives a direction Mm -hmm. like a direction I think it's all about direction yeah yeah like if we were to do a podcast and we didn't know what the mission of the podcast was like it would just be you know kind of a mishmash and it wouldn't really work and it would be confusing and it wouldn't garner an audience like the first thing we did when we decided that we wanted to do a podcast was we were like we need to sit down and get clear on what the mission of this podcast is and it's funny that we would choose to do that you know we choose we mm-hmm. know how important that is in in a project in a business but we oftentimes don't take the time to do that with ourselves Absolutely. No, and it's it's so crazy because it's like having that direction makes it so much I hate saying easier because I'm like, oh my god, nothing's ever really that easy. But um it just makes it easier to to know where it is that you're going. And like at the end of the day, like I think with even things that Julia and I do, if there's an opportunity that comes up or or a thought that comes up or oh, should we do this? It's like we always have that thing at the end of the day that says, Well, our mission is this. This these are the people we want to impact. This is the message we want to send. Does what we're doing align with that? And if we know about ourselves, like, oh, well, I have this opportunity, or somebody said this to me, or I'm thinking of pursuing x y and z like oh well does that align with this or someone's having a conversation so yeah it's 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 so helpful and i can't recommend doing this type of activity more because i think it's yeah great i think the mission statement thing is huge i think that that's really cool like that's huge to me yeah because it is do do these things do these activities do that i'm doing does this time that i'm spending align with who i am who Mm -hmm. i want to be and i just think that that's really cool because you're right yeah when when we get when we get you know you know ideas or offers for the podcast we every time we sit and say does this align with our mission does this align with Mm -hmm. who we want this podcast to reach who our audience is exactly and it's it's really important. Wow. Mm-hmm. Or like, does this episode represent what we believe in or what we're trying to right. share? And yeah. I think a really great like ending piece to this activity is unquestionable standards. So love yeah, right? Like, don't let others walk all over me. Learn to be punctual. Fight to be balanced most of the time. Stick to my word. Be consistent. Be honest. Like things that like are unquestionable for you. Those were just some little pieces for me, but cool that's a yeah so i've talked about that enough but i thought it would be really helpful for you guys as it was really really transformative for me and yeah yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I would encourage everyone to go, like, you know, listen back. If you didn't already while you were listening, write down these different, you know, headers, all the different headers that Brenda mentioned, and take the time to do it because it would, I think it would be so beneficial, and I'm going to do it. And I know that it's not going to be easy, and I know that it's going to probably take some time, but, you know, it's getting nice outside for us here in, on the East Coast. So, like, what a great time to, like, when you have the time, sit outside one day, do it outside, bring a journal. I think it's really yeah. cool really important it's super super cool and i think it does like when you are sure though like you know and these things can of course these things can change and morph but when you are clear with yourself of what they are right now i think it makes it can help make certain things easier definitely and we have a lot of things that we have yet to meet about super soon in the works for you guys to hopefully play a role, a further role in helping you gain some clarity and understanding your purpose. And I know Daryl will be a great resource for you, but we are really committed. We're really committed to helping you guys find what is your purpose, what will bring you true meaning and and happiness and and all of the things because we really believe that the sooner that you find that the sooner you gain clarity on that and hey it's allowed to shift but the sooner you have that core down the the more you'll understand about yourself and about the world totally wow okay i feel like that's a lot so we're gonna leave you guys with that but before we wrap up we promise that every week we're going to be sharing one thing resource piece of work that we've seen that has helped us to in our understanding and in our contribution to the Black Lives Matter movement. So Brenda, did you have something that you wanted to share? Yeah, I saw this um I saw this post on social media and I thought it was just like it's literally just a, a phrase, but I thought it was super helpful because it says it's by she's mighty mighty. She's underscore mighty mighty. No matter how open-minded, socially conscious, anti-racist I think I am, I still have old learned hidden biases that I need to examine. It is my responsibility to check myself daily for stereotypes, prejudice, and ultimately discrimination. And that was really said a lot to me because I think I would like to believe that I am not racist or not, you know, that I'm that I'm doing all of the things as, as best I can. But I'm certain that there are little things that I can examine better because we are shaped by our experiences and by our culture and by people around us. So I'm certain there has to be things somewhere that I should question even greater and continue to have these conversations. So that, yeah, like really was like, And that really ties into this whole conversation of identity. It really does. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And I hope everybody out there is continuing to to learn, to listen, to conversate, to keep your eyes, your mind, your ears, your heart open, to continue to garner resources and to continue to learn and grow. And here's my weekly reminder to register to vote if you haven't registered yet. Absolutely. With that all being said, we will see and you guys <laughs> on not Friday. We'll see you on see you Wednesday. Wednesday. And also Friday, but don't forget to listen on Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Friday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.